0: Welcome to Behind the Owl Podcast, where we're just two wedding professionals sharing a no bullshit approach to what goes on behind the scenes in the wedding industry. My name is Katie and I am a wedding planner. And I'm Sarah. I'm a wedding photographer. Y'all, it's another one. It's a what the fuck? What What the fuck fuck? Wednesday. Oh my God. Okay, so cool thing about this episode is that not only did I not read them, Sarah also has not read these. Yeah. If you guys have been following, listening for any amount of time, Sarah is the one who normally listens or listens, um, reads the, what the fuck submissions beforehand. Um, I don't one because Sarah wants to read them cause she's just, she's excited. Um, for me, we've just decided that there's like a genuine reaction <laughs> if she's like reading yeah, it out yeah. loud. I'm a very expressive person. Um, so, but now for today's episode, Sarah has not read them nor I have read them. So, you're going to get genuine reactions to both. So, I really hope these are juicy because if they're not juicy... They're long. You ga- know that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, then, if they're not juicy and they're long, <laughs> this is going to be hella boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My bad. Um, do we want to talk about any of our own grievances first? I have one to talk about, but...
0: Oh, yeah. Throw it because while you do that, then I can... Sh- Kind of try to like scratch my brain to see yeah. if I've got one or not.
1: We haven't been in the industry. I mean, we are still in the <laughs> industry. We are in the industry, um but we season haven't really hasn't started. Yeah, our season hasn't started, so we don't have much to talk about. But um I think that this is this also kind of piggybacks off of. Will this? Will our last episode that we just recorded? Will that be out after or before? Before. This will be out before. Yes. This the the what the fuck will be up Yes. Before. Okay. So this will piggyback off of. The next episode, um, which has to do with social media. Um, I would like to talk about content creators for wedding days. Oh. Yeah. Um, This started last year. This became a a thing last year. And uh, I think it became a thing for larger influencers to have these content creators come and do reels and TikTok trends and stuff on wedding days. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that this should be a priority for clients. Um, I don't, I, I find that this is going to be, unless it's done well, I think it could be an issue. Yeah. Um, unless it's done from somebody that's also in the industry. Yeah. Um, if it's just outside people wanting to be content creators for wedding days because they see it on TikTok, I think we're going to have some issues. Um however, and I'll get into that, but however, I think content creators for vendors on wedding days is a fantastic thing. Agreed. I think that that's something that is a niche in the market that is slightly overlooked, especially for certain vendors um mm-hmm. who have a lot of back end Uh, stuff that's not ever recorded or like presented to people. Uh, People like to see what people do for their jobs. Um, I've literally sat on TikTok and watched two hours of somebody (laughs) doing their job. Um, and making balloon animals for 2 hours at a party. Um I watch a girl
0: who works at Party City and all, sh- all her content is just blowing up the balloons.
1: Yeah. I watched <laughs> I watched a girl um not a girl, but I've watched Amazon packaging videos.
0: Oh, I watched Why is that so aesthetically pleasing? I know,
1: the, the Target the Target backend. <laughs> love it. People love this shit. So okay. people love to see what people do for work and I think it emphasizes the importance of people and it also yeah. kind of shows what it's relatable goes into it. Yeah. It's relatable. That's why it's relatable. It turns you into a real person. Um, it also shows like the extent of what goes into yeah. these things. and kind of like brings the worth up a little bit more because mm-hmm. you can see physically like, God, that's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not DIYing this. <laughs> um, so I think content creation for vendors is a fantastic thing somebody to follow you around and just record everything that you're doing makes you like a little more personable. You can grow on Instagram with your reels and your TikToks and like whatever. However, I don't think it should be a thing for clientele.
0: I don't think so either. I mean, I just, when it first was coming out, my immediate, and I'll still use this one line is why should a photographer have to battle it out for someone with an iPhone, like 14, 13, like whatever. Mm hmm. I just don't... Well, there's it l- for me as a planner, creating time then in the timeline of like, hey, we have to add in 10 minutes here to do TikTok reels. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, what? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. So have you'd you- rather take 10 minutes away from hanging out with your future spouse
1: Could- all
0: so that you and your girls can make a TikTok reel. Have just- you actually encountered this yet? No, yeah, I haven't. Man. But I'm anticipating because already in my head... <laughs> me as being an Enneagram six, also a planner, I am planning ahead in mm-hmm. which I'm preparing myself for someone to come being like, we want to make sure that we are reserving time to yeah. make TikToks and all that kind of stuff.
1: Now, this is why I say, I think if you're going to be a, a, a content creator and this is something that does take off for people, um, cause we can't really control what our clients want. Correct. If they see it online, they're going to want it. Yep. So chances are this is going to become a thing. Um, now, I do think if you're going to be one, you need to have experience in the industry. I agree. Because you don't understand from an outsider the logistics that go into the back end of a wedding yep. and how much time one TikToks take to make, yep. how much time everything else is. You are on a minute by minute schedule. Yep. Like there is unless you're allotting a very large amount of time in the beginning of the day just to fuck around. Everything is minute by minute. So yep. if you start taking time to do TikTok trends that take however long I mean, I've tried we've all tried to do to make TikTok trends. They don't take three seconds to make. No. You you have to repeat them, yep. do them again, remember to do them again. Like it's a whole process. So if you don't understand what goes on in a wedding day, in a timeline and how to be respectful of a timeline and like be a team player and understand that everyone has a job to do. Like, there's just so much. So, if you're just going into this not in the industry, and you come like, I would vet those people. Yeah. Like hardcore, I wouldn't let um, I wouldn't let people just hire anyone.
0: Yeah, I, I I wholeheartedly agree because
1: it's it's gonna be an easy thing for people to pick up their phone and be like, I'm a content creator.
0: I mean, even now, like, like sometimes when I've, it's the bridesmaids that typically will happen. There will be like one or two that are just constantly like, wait, let me like take a picture of this. Wait, let me take a picture of this. Mm -hmm. No, babe, I need you to go get into your dress because the actual actual photographer or whatever needs you to be dressed in literally 15 minutes. If you're taking the time to stop in doing whatever because you want to make this real or because you want to like just take a selfie or whatever have you like. But I also get it that you want to have memories mm-hmm. as well. But you just have to plan again like you were saying you have to plan it out accordingly of like now it's not the time to be making your Instagram content or like your TikTok content when the photographer or the planner just told you hey I need you now to go get dressed. You know what I think this is. Oh God. What.
1: I think it's a way people are skirting around getting a videographer. Oh shit. And to have things, I don't think about uh, on demand. It's the it's the n- I need it now concept. It's the instant gratification. Yeah, instant gratification. I think it's a way for people to get a cheaper videographer. That's so dumb. They don't understand the. That's so dumb. The the worth that goes like how much. It's worth getting a professional videographer. They think that you can just do it on your also, phone.
0: Also, I'm so tired of people giving me the excuse of like, oh, I'm just not going to watch my wedding film every you day. You will. Girl, shut up. Or, okay, maybe if you don't. I probably watch my wedding film, granted, all together, collectively, five, six times. The only reason why that I have not watched it more than that is that I fucking sob every single time in a good way. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have time to be emotionally checked out. That was
1: my <laughs> biggest regret.
0: The I would clients, watch that all
1: the I'm time. telling you
0: as a from a planner people always ask me all the time from like other industry people or from like current clients are like Katie what is the number one regret that like past clients or like past couples have had and I'm like they don't hire a videographer yeah they don't
1: it's just different you uh, so photos are important photos yes. are heirlooms they're keepsakes they are documentary doc-
0: documentary
1: sure Yeah, they document the wedding day start to finish as it's seen in everything. Mm -hmm. Photos are incredibly important. I'm a photographer. I can't not say that. But video hits different. Like you it's just get just, to
0: you get to replay the emotions that are yeah. happening when you look at a photo. This is how I kind of like it goes hand in hand together. Photo video goes hand in hand together. It's not like one is more important than the other. I really truly think that they both go hand in hand. It's a really great combination where you are looking at a photo, obviously it's still, and you are playing back the emotion back in your head. Mm-hmm. When you are watching the video, you are literally watching the emotion yeah. happen all over
1: again. You're seeing it kind of through your loved one's eyes. Correct. Yeah yes and i think that's just so important and i beautiful you cannot i just feel like you. i mean somebody's gonna come for me and say you can but i just really feel like you cannot do that on an iphone no however good the technology is nowadays you can do a whole hell
0: of a lot on there but because it's it's the intention sarah that's Mm -hmm. behind it like i know you're just videoing this on your phone so that you have it so you can post it to social media yeah that's the only intention yeah that is it yeah yeah, honestly. So I
1: am against uh. content creators for wedding days, but totally think that content creators for vendors should be a big thing.
0: Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I would love like literally somebody to follow me around so that they can see like all of the shit my team and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
1: but like nobody knows, and I think it makes things more personal, um, and personable. So, do you have anything or do you want me to go on to?
0: I don't really have any grievances. No one's pissed me off as of recently. That's At least great. not that I can remember. That's good. Yeah.
1: All right, well, <laughs> we'll hop into it then. Go for it. I'm excited. All right. This is an anonymous photographer. Okay. Um, and it's long. <laughs> okay. Um, when I was brand new to weddings, less than a year, a bride booked me for my highest package 2 months before her wedding. First red flag since they had been engaged for months and had hired a planner five months before reaching out to me. Jesus. This package included engagement session, as most do. Bride was adamant that groom hated photos and would not want to do an engagement session, so I offered to swap it out for an additional hour of coverage on her wedding day. I did try to convince her about the benefits of an engagement session, but alas, she did not want it. Um, in the future, I would not do that. Um, so... <laughs> What was originally eight hours was now going to be nine hours of coverage. No biggie because she wanted the full reception covered anyway. So the ninth hour was needed based on their timeline. Anyway, she texts me four hours before myself and my second photographer are supposed to arrive for her wedding, asking if she can go back to just eight hours instead and do a couple session in place of an engagement session. It was a total pushover and agreed to it. Oh, shit. Uh she also I had a planner who had advised her not to ask me about it because it was literally the day of her wedding and it obviously was not cool to change your coverage on uh, <laughs> coverage time on the wedding day. She was wanting my second and I to show up an hour later than was planned. Mind you, the venue was also over an hour away from where we lived. So I told her we can't do that because then we would not have time for the certain photo ops she wanted. Flat leg, getting ready, family photos before ceremony, etc. So we still showed up at the original time and would leave an hour earlier than planned. My second and I showed up at our scheduled time. And the bride ends up being an hour and a half late. Oh, <gasps> Shut up. It all ended up working out. But my God, it was a shit show and so damn stressful. So it's a couple weeks after her wedding and she wants to, to plan this couple session scheduled a date and she cancels the morning of due to plumbing issues. What so fuck? after confirming after confirming the night before that, we were good to go. Uh, we rescheduled to another date. Did not have a rescheduled feed listed in my contract. Well, it's forecasted to rain on the new date, so I reached out to the day before to offer a refund as I was literally moving to a new state three days later and would not be able to reschedule again. She tells me they still want to do the shoot in the rain because it could be fun. And of course, she ends up canceling six hours before a session. Oh, my God. I just gave a refund and ran because I was so done with them. She was really sweet, but so damn wishy-washy. I learned a lot of lessons. The groom left a nice review, though. Um, I hope you know what you did wrong. <laughs> Uh, and I hope that you changed your contracts and I hope that you don't let this happen again.
0: And to anybody else listening, who's maybe a rookie. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah.
1: You, you don't do Dude, that. Dude,
0: they like literally the changing last minute. Yeah. That's you don't let that's insane. You don't let clients
1: depict your coverage.
0: Yeah. Don't let them dictate to you. You have yeah. to tell them like, Hey, if you don't, I mean, I've had to do this before from like a planner's perspective of like um just like as of recently someone had booked a photographer for six hours i'm like "Mm -mm, yeah you don't have i was like let me just double triple check out of these major things that typically i see that people get photographed which of these then that you don't care about well i care about all of them then you need more coverage yeah because it's not gonna work
1: (laughs) i recently booked a bride that we um knocked her coverage down from eight hours to seven hours oh wow um and I was only okay with that because I walked her through the timeline beforehand and the additional hour was not necessary. That's good. Um, so we did do that, but I was the one that gave the okay on that mm-hmm. and not just her telling me like, I don't want that. If for some reason, and she knows like, all right, well then my heart out is 8 30 and I'm booking it at 8 30 like you you there's no change um but what you did wrong here and I'm not I'm not trying to call you out but I'm just saying like for other people to understand what happened wrong here um you swapped it don't do that (laughs) um engagement sessions are complimentary with your session or with your wedding package if you take that out, well, it has it, no monetary value. Should it? Should it what?
0: Should it be complimentary to your... It depends on how you do
1: your packages. If it's included, if it is included okay. in your package... I was about to say, I was not, like... No. There's a couple
0: of photographers that I'm like, they. it's an add-on That's and it's fine. additional money. That's fine.
1: If that's how you want to do it, that's fine. But if mm. you're 90% of, I think, photographers... I don't know. I'm, I'm throwing out a number. Most photographers do an included yeah, engagement yeah. session because of the importance of it, blah, blah, blah. If it is included in your package... If you take it out, there's no monetary value to it. Once you start putting monetary values onto each individual item in your packages, people start taking stuff out. They want to make your packages a la carte. Unless you're doing that. Unless that's how you you do things, that's fine. But if you give them the option to then take it out and swap it for something else, it now has a monetary value to it. Mm -hmm. So they're going to think, I can do that with anything. Yeah. And now I have the control that I swapped one thing. So now I'm going to go ahead and try and swap something else. Yeah. And then you just kind of get wishy-washy on things. And again, if you're not putting contracts in place for every change, then everything becomes a gray line and there's freedom to do whatever because they're going to walk all over you. Yeah. Um. So if it's included in your package, it's put in your contract. There is no change. If they want to change it, you can assign a monetary value on it, but I would not. Um, to me, it's complimentary and it's th- it's uh, just included.
0: Mm. Yeah, the con- I still can't get over like the constant like changing or whatever, and the all these ex- different excuses. Yeah, four hours before wedding day. If a client did that to me, meaning like they came to me being like, "Hey, four hours before wedding day, I don't want the photographer to show up this time," I'd be like, "Sorry, girl." this is we're keeping the timeline we're not changing it we're not doing nothing this is why we have a final timeline review mm-hmm. all 14 days before wedding day is so that we can go all the way up to the almost the very last minute for to make changes for our, and as a planner i would have been like nope, no and i think that's, that's also
1: a confidence thing too is you got to be really confident in what yeah, you're selling your to down. these people and yeah, be absolutely. able to put your foot down and mm-hmm. be like no this is why i do this have receipts on you know your reasonings uh-huh. make it you know you're the professional. Um, don't let people dictate. They don't Hail know. No. They don't know what's going on in your in their wedding days. So, nope. okay. Um, this is a videographer. They did not put whether they would like to remain anonymous or not. But they did put their name. So I'm just gonna leave it anonymous just in case. Okay. Um. In 2022, I was contracted by an out-of-state photographer slash videographer. The wedding went perfectly. He was great to work with. He also contracted another photographer and videographer. Both great. Um, That's confusing. The venue was almost two hours away. I didn't mind it because it was off-season and I needed some work. Anyway, a few days passed and I had yet to hear from him to get paid. I reached out. He said that they had some internal changes and that he would pay me in a week. I waited for a week and nothing. I reached out again and no answer. By this time, a month passed. Luckily, I had exchanged contacts with the photographer, so I reached out to her. She didn't get paid either, nor had she heard from him. I looked him up online, and apparently he had two reviews from couples saying they never received any of the photos or videos they purchased. I reached out to the couple, luckily took a video of their invitation, so I had their first and last names, and they were also ghosting them. I felt bad, so I gave them the raw footage and made a highlight video, and the photographer did the same. They were happy with what we gave them, but unfortunately they never received anything that was shot that day. So to all the vendors out there, get paid before the event and um, if you do not have a prior relationship built with said vendor. What the fuck? That's icky. There's so
0: much ick. That's the fuck out of you.
1: Yeah. Small claims court. Especially if you're a contract, like if you if you had a contract in place,
0: boy. Mm. I assisted on a wedding one day, where that particular person that I assisted did not pay me for. I want to say it was over a month, and I was in that person's like email and DM to the point where I was like, if I don't receive money, I'm contacting an attorney. And I'm getting my fucking cash. Also, don't ever ask me to help you ever again. It's not happening. There was many times in the past that I'd gone through that. That's why I always I always tell my girls, you will be receiving a check on wedding day. Yeah. Here's your envelope. Yeah. I can't. How do you not like morally, how do you not pay somebody? Bro, come on. Bro, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. yeah, that one's just <laughs> icky.
1: Don't do that. Don't be that guy. Be if you can't if you, if you if you
0: if you cannot pay, if you can't pay people, get out. Yeah. Literally get out. Just close up shop. It's really okay. Like, you know. Stop, stop
1: hiring people
0: yeah for real if you can't yeah if you can't afford to pay other people then don't take on as much work then if yeah. you got to feed your mouth first which is yes put the, ma- the oxygen mask on first i get it and then pay others but if you are not able to pay others then stop taking on any additional work where you're gonna have to like contract out or whatever have you yeah don't do that no don't do that jesus
1: this one is gonna be good this is the one that i told you about before i don't wow. think i don't know if you remember I only saw like two words from it. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> this is a photographer and she's, uh they, they, sorry, not she, they have remained anonymous. Um, okay. I hope this one's good. Cause some of the wording in here was juicy. <laughs> um, it was one of my first weddings like ever. I was second shooting for a photographer who didn't normally use a second shooter, but she told me she just had a feeling that day was going to be bonkers. And I, uh, it was, the day started out with the bride and all the bridesmaids just going bottles up while getting ready. <laughs> uh, this is not that abnormal, though it is more typically the guys who heavily drink. But as her bridesmaids were helping her get into her wedding dress, she forgot she hadn't put a tampon in. Oh, fuck. She was already, like, past the point of taking off her dress to go back to the bathroom alone. No. So one of her bridesmaids literally put in her tampon <gasps> for her.
0: Jesus, God.
1: I thought I was going to throw up. The word coochie was said a lot, and it was just awful. (laughs) Prior to the ceremony, they had cocktails waiting for the guests. This wedding was at a winery, so thankfully... Oh, so it seems pretty classy, although not traditional. And thankfully, some of the guests had some alcohol in their system because it was an outdoor wedding in late November in Virginia. They were from New Jersey, and I guess they thought Virginia was like the deep south and would be warm. I'm not sure (laughs) but the very drunk bride stops the officiant mid ceremony apologizes for the weather and asks if everyone is doing okay because it's fucking cold she actually dropped the f-bomb right in the middle of her own ceremony fast forward to father daughter dance I was told to brace for impact because there was a biological dad and a stepdad who raised who raised her oh there was a biological dad and a stepdad who raised her who both wanted to dance with her but she was not a fan of the biological father she did in fact dance with both of them but i have no idea if she even knew what was going on at one point because they were holding her up she was so drunk oh no she didn't have to worry about being on her period and having blood mess up her dress because she did that with her puke later that night (gasps) She was down and out with two hours of the reception left. Despite that being my very first exposure to a real wedding day, I persevered. But that still, to this day, is one of the wildest weddings that I have ever been a part of. What's one of the wildest things that's ever happened to you at a wedding day?
0: To this day. So I had an immediate flashback when she... so did I (laughs) when she like said when the bride said to the stop the officiant and just asked um which one we'll call it uh if everyone was okay yeah this will forever be imprinted into my brain and I also have video evidence of this because my husband was a videographer (laughs) when the bride at a catholic one of the most strict strictest strict catholic churches in the diocese in our area. That's where she ended up getting married. Dress code. The whole nine yards. Some Catholic churches are pretty lenient about it. This one was like. Yeah, anyway. The doors were 30 minutes late already. Because homegirl is. There There were so much that led up to it. Um, she had cussed out her groom. Fuck you. Fuck this church. Fuck this wedding. Like everything beforehand. Like outside of the church doors. I'm watching this happen. Granddad is also around the corner because she wanted to do a last minute first look with granddad. Mind you, the organ is playing. People are sitting. The groomsmen have been lined up. I had to go the only, like I had to go in, like poke my head into the church and be like, groom, like come this way or whatever. And he ran along the side or whatever. They were already standing there waiting for her to go down. And then she thought, I guess, like seeing him was going to like chill her out I guess I have no idea I don't know what end result this was supposed to be she cussed him out cussed him out fuck this church fuck you fuck this wedding blah 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 those are the kind of crap so after she had done all that she's sobbing or whatever he consoles her she's like I kind of I have to go up and be like do you want to do it like, we don't have to do this, right? We don't have to do this. She's like, no, we're doing it. And I'm like, where's granddad? And so I'm like, okay, he's – he's now I've put him in the lobby of the church. He's just waiting for you to link arm. Send all the bridesmaids down or whatever. The bridesmaids were phenomenal because they also were like, we are so sorry. They have to deal with her. They, like, stood in their little line. They were so ready or whatever. And I was like, go, go. And I'm, like, putting these people down. Mind you, 30 – it is 30 minutes. We are starting – Like, ceremony 30 minutes late. At a Catholic church, that's a... At a Catholic church, and obviously... That's a scary timeline. (laughs) um, uh, And you know what that means, whatever. The Catholic church waits for no no one. They turn Mm -hmm. the lights off and shut it down. They literally will be like, get out. Yeah. Get out. And that's kind of what the priest ended up doing. Well, not he didn't really do that or whatever. He cut their ceremony short. Like, there was a whole section that was supposed to be a part of it. They were doing full mass, and he, he cut it. And it's actually in the church's contract, where, like, if you do start late, they have... The ability to cut your ceremony short and not Makes do sense. the full thing. Um, <laughs> and they don't car. So I literally, oh my God, this is like almost PTSD. My hands are sweating. Um, I send, well, okay, Canon and D is playing. Canon and D also had been playing for a good 15 minutes of that 30 minutes. Ugh. And so if anyone is familiar with Canon and D, yes, we're all familiar with the first couple of chords of what it sounds like. However, it those first couple of chords, that's not what the entire song sounds like. Mm -hmm. So word to the wise, just listen to Kennedy in full, just so you're aware of what it sounds like. I obviously know what it sounds like. Homegirl clearly did not because she's standing there and she's looking at me and she's like, this isn't my song. And I'm like, this is Canon and D this is the third time that Canon and D has been playing the entrant are we're, we're halfway into the song now mm. and she would not believe me and I'm looking at her the doors are open people are staring at her and I'm like walk walk I'm not saying I'm not being respectful anymore and I'm like you need to walk now and so she like she literally puts her head down and you can she's like there's like a little tear that's going down. Because homegirl is not... Don't do that sad face. <laughs> she did. Uh-uh. I know. You know me. I, I have know. I have empathy for literally every single person under the sun. Except for this bitch. I know. At that point, I was... Uh-uh. She goes down the aisle. Or so I think. And I close the doors behind her. And I sink to the ground. And I let out this big, huge sigh. <laughs> There's like the church corner. She was like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. I'm not. But I am now. So then it's probably like five or seven minutes. I don't know. I don't know. Time is irrelevant for this day. All of a sudden then I'm seeing a shadow because the entire place is um, looking into the actual sanctuary itself. It's all stained glass in the back. It is beautiful. It is a beautiful church. And all of a sudden I'm seeing a shadow that's coming, like running like this direction up the side hallway or the side of the church. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It is a groomsman busts open the door, not the middle, the door, not the center aisle, busts open the door and he runs upstairs to where the organist is. And I'm like, I literally run like, like, um, yell after him being like, where are you going? All I heard from him was she wants it played again. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? So I go to that same door that he busted out of. I just stick my head in there She's standing in the middle of the fucking aisle by herself, standing there. Groomsman comes down two seconds later or whatever, and he's like, he's going to play it again. And I'm like, what? He goes back, stands or whatever. The organist starts playing, canon and And she like walks down or whatever, and then they proceed to get married. Now, that is what I saw. My husband was the videographer For this wedding day after the wedding has come and gone, which the rest of the day was complete shit anyway. Yeah. Um, he then tells me he was like, yeah, the priest like was like, whatever he was giving me like details. And I I looked at him and I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, she stopped the priest from talking and redid it. And I said, wait a minute. Uh, Mind you remember this is after the wedding day is over oh, I had no idea. This is days after when he is going through the footage now and starting to create their wedding film. She had walked, I have goosebumps right now. She had walked all the way down the aisle with granddad. The officiant had started. The groom is miked, Sarah, the groom is miked. And you can hear her say, and she is crying. You can hear the, (laughs) or whatever. And the groom is like literally trying to console her. They're on, they're on the kneeler standing before the or sit or kneeling before the priest or whatever. He's still going through his liturgy or whatever. Like the ceremony is happening. They're having their own little mini conversation. And he's like, do you want me to tell him to stop am like, he's trying to like make her like figure it out. And then he, she, <laughs> that's all you could hear like in the mic. And then eventually he, he goes, father, father, cuts the, cuts the priest off. Oh my God. And he goes, "I'm so sorry. She really like wants to walk again or whatever. And then that's when he looked over at his groomsman, he had darted up, went back up to the organist. From what I then was told as well from the organist later on, the groomsman literally had a wad of cash, threw it at him at the organist, ran back downstairs, took his place, she got up, the bride got up, walked around and went into the center of the aisle. Rewalked to the beginning parts of Canon Was she a part of that church? No. Thank God. Because I would assume she, was she probably got kicked out after that. But at the end of the ceremony, oh. I went up to the father and I was like, You did great. And he looked at me and he goes, That is the craziest woman I have ever met in my entire <laughs> life. A fucking Catholic priest from the most strictest church. In our local diocese, I will never. Good God! I like how. Yeah. How
1: long ago was that?
0: Was that like one of your first weddings?
1: No. Oh wow. Twenty twenty. Wow.
0: So I I'm already been in deep.
1: Oh my God. It's it sucks when like they kind of pull one over on you and you're like God damn it! I'm too far into this to be dealing with this shit. I mean,
0: she that ho- that whole that from the back end of the planning was horrible. Um, it was during COVID. So like a lot of us planners, I don't know if you, you had the same experience. S- we were, we were swapping couples back and forth yeah. because if we couldn't take their new postponement date, like, let me tell you something. I think COVID brought the wedding industry together, at least from a vendor's perspective. Yes. It was a pain in the ass and we were all struggling. There was no rules for us, like any of that type yeah. of stuff, or there was rules that we like certain things were applied to. It yeah. was wild. Um, but we pulled together because uh, at least from the planner's perspective, like I said, we were swapping couples back and forth because I can't take this couple anymore because their postponement date. I've already have like a wedding on this day. Yada, yada, so was this thing. even
1: your couple? Nope. Oh, God. Nope. I'm curious to
0: know whose couple this was.
1: Don't tell me. Don't say. No, it, but. no, no,
0: no, no. It, even so whatever. So um, the design was beautiful. They did a great job like designing and whatnot. So I did not like whenever I I'll be honest, I don't really post this wedding because I can't look at the photos. I can't I can't do it um but yeah like when like when the wedding first like then the gallery came out and there was you know the other vendors were posting stuff or whatever I made sure to credit like appropriately of like coordination done by Tilly and Teal designed by so and so Um, because it was beautiful I'm not gonna take credit for that but the coordination aspect of it like leading up to like the wedding day was an absolute it was a nightmare it was an absolute nightmare it doesn't have to be like that nope it doesn't so yeah that was. Uh, now that you're all worked up, <laughs> Jesus God, yeah, my heart is like coming out of my fucking chest, Jesus. Oh my goodness, that whole thing too. Whatever, like Jeff being the videographer, he was not the original contractor either. Nope. So that, it was just all kind of pieced together. That was a whole. That was a. That's a whole other what the fuck story in and of itself. Oh. Maybe I'll have him like write it in. <gasps>
1: Ooh, do that.
0: Yeah. Fun. That was bad. Okay. that was really really bad thank god that he <laughs> that whole wedding day <laughs> all right well we'll cut it off there Jesus god <laughs> bless it.
1: let katie simmer down uh-huh. um anyway thank you so much to all of you who wrote in we really really appreciate it yo if you have your own wedding story yes sarah tell them the process please go to behind the please she
0: said, she said please 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 if y'all want juicy content like this y'all got to give it to us we can't just create this shit out of thin air yeah so calm down (laughs) sorry you did this now i'm like ready to fight somebody
1: (laughs) she's coming through this mic guys jesus i'm sorry um anyway you can go back please gently please go to <laughs> behind the aisle there's a button right there it takes you to do a google form fill it out uh it does not have to be anonymous it can be anonymous we don't care it can be long can be short we don't care it doesn't even really have to be like a full crazy story it just could be something that happened to you at some point in your career um and you can follow us at behind the isle podcast on instagram as well where can they find you katie
0: uh, on Instagram at T-I-L-L-Y-A-N-D-T-E-A-L. And you? Serendipity
1: Photography. S-A-R-A spelled like my name. Serendipity photography. Thanks so much, guys. Can't wait to see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.